guys, it is Carrie Anthony, aka Platinum Pussy, and on our show today we have the wonderful, amazing Nikki Knight. Hello, everyone. I am. There we go. Hello, everyone. Just making sure I wasn't muted. <laughs> that would suck if we did an hour show and then came back and I was like, you know, you are awesome <laughs> at moving your lips. Unfortunately, the voice that comes out. If that really happened, please, if that actually happened, could we just like dub it over as in like those bad, you know, kung fu movies? I would watch that shit all day. Absolutely. Yes. My name is Platinum Pussy. I have gigantic (laughs) juicy boobies. (laughs) I actually used to do that for battle cams. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Okay, so back in the day, we're talking a few years ago, I had one of my performers, he came up with this amazing idea. His name was Busy Man, and uh, it was that two performers, there'd be like a theme, and two performers could actually battle it out, and then people could tip to vote for whomever they liked the best, and then the winner got all the tips, and second place was a consolation prize, of course, and it was the funnest shit ever. We did it Friday uh, Friday afternoons, I guess, and so it was Friday night fights, and it was called Battle Cams, and there was a huge response. It was so fun, and um, but like again because it had never really been done before i was hacking together different we were using obs and skype and this is this is before obs had that wonderful auto configuration so it was like oh yikes it's i basically had to get a job at nasa to figure it out but (laughs) when we were doing it i couldn't get the one thing i couldn't do is i couldn't hear them so I would be commentating these stupid fights that they'd be like, and we had, um, you'd pop balloons with your butt. There'd be like yoga poses, uh, draw faces on your own butt, um, a twerking contest, like just stupid stuff, right? And I would be commentating for them and like, one time this dude dressed up as like a gigantic Hitler penis and I had fun doing his voice. It was so funny. It was offensive and fantastic. It was amazing. So I used to do that every Friday and just be like, just, oh, it was great. So I have some experience if that happens and I would love to do dub over voice. Let's do it. Let's do battle <laughs> Uh, I would love to. And you know what? That same performer, Busy Man, who is, he's an actual genius and like bless his heart, bless him as just a human being because he is so technically savvy and such a genius and he would give me ideas and make me look so smart all the time (laughs) that uh, there's one, he found this new technology called StreamYard. Yep. And so StreamYard, you can have multiple people with sound and all that kind of stuff. And he was, I was like, oh, my God. It's like, so, it's like, it's like Zoom. Yeah. It has a chat room. Yeah. Um, when I do the podcast for pod, um, Cam Lamb Podcast. Yeah. That's what it's done on his StreamYard. Really? Hi, okay. Well, yeah, that's my that's my dog. He's gentle. Oh, the dog. Like oh, I just saw he's, the tail. He's gentle so like, like a cat. He's gentle like a cat, though. Oh. Right? That's Bowie. I, I saw a picture from 2018 when he was just a little puppy. God, he's so cute. He grew, and I feel like it's what I was feeding him. I don't know, but he's, oh, my God, he's so cute. My dog is so sensitive. He's like a poet. So, yes. So you have been in the cam industry for how long? 
Well, I started camming in 2010 um, after I left my husband and I was just so sick of working for other people. And I was like, you know what, whatever. And a girlfriend who I did work with, she, you know, she messaged me and was like, hey, you should try internet modeling. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And like, when I say, I said, what the F is that? You guys need to understand. I got my first computer at 27 years old. Like I remember my house did not have internet growing up. Like I'm 36 and that doesn't mean that I'm old, but I'm saying my parents are hella old. So my parents, we got internet and they were like, we don't see the point of this. And so the Uh-oh, hello? Karen? Yeah. Hello? Yep, you're back. I can hear you. We back? We're Did back. we just get internet again? Okay, so uh, <laughs> we got internet when I was 16, and then they shut it off. And, yeah, so I was all the technical stuff that I've ever learned, I've learned as an adult. Yes, I got my first computer when I was 27, um, and that's ironically when I started camming. So I was like, what's internet modeling? And she showed me, and it kind of went from there, and I started performing, and it was it was an incredibly freeing experience. So I'm going to say uh, about 10 years now. 10 years. That long explanation, 10. 10 years. Wow. And then yeah. at what point did you just say, okay, well, I've done the camming thing long enough. Let me become a cam coach, which I thought was a brilliant, brilliant idea. You know what? Thank you. You know what? That was actually uh, that I cannot credit that idea to me. I do come from a long lineup of teachers and I love, like, I have such a passion for education myself. Like, I just, I live to serve as much as people think I'm a dom. Yes, okay, I'm a dom, but like I live to serve. I I I exist to help people and see them your success reflects my success and like I fucking live for that shit. So, um again, I was in Toronto and my sister actually was a bartender and one of her regulars, his wife was the HR person at Cam 4 they were looking for a cam coach so it was their idea because there was there was nothing there was really nothing there and so then they asked my sister because she's a very talented actress then she's like talk to my sister which is me and I went and had a meeting with them and of course I was to be honest I was kind of like I almost didn't do it because I've never worked in an office before and I loved having my like I love the lifestyle of camming like, I didn't need the money. I didn't need the headache. I didn't need the on-time hours. I didn't need the 9 to 5. I'd never had a 9 to 5 in my life. I didn't need all that shit. So I was kind of like, mm, do I give this up to go do this? But I told them I'd think about it. And uh, after a couple of days, I was like, you know what? I really, really, really... I didn't, I don't want to say I jumped at the chance, but I, I mulled it over and decided to go with the chance of being that thing, that person that I wished was there. Cause I don't know, like when you started, there was nothing, there was no one. And you were listening to random viewers and some of them were honest, bless their hearts. And some of them were great. And like the girls would try and help each other. And I started out on my free cams that place is either you sink or you swim. And that's just the way it is. I think right? I suck on there. Really? I, 
I was sinking and I've, I forced it to happen. I think I worked 12 hour days. Like uh, the first month I made a thousand dollars and I worked 12 hours almost every day. I made a thousand bucks. Yeah. And I forced it to happen. And then, um, after it got easier after a while, but like I was not given up cause I did not want to go back into retail, but I worked my little fricking hiney off and there was no one to help us. There was no one to help us ladies. Um, cause MFC's only females. If there were men there, I would also say there's no one there to help us guys and our big penises. <laughs> None of it. Or the trans people who are just the fucking most gangster people of all time. Like, bless you and your inner fucking strength. So there was no one to help us BBs. And so I really modeled Nikki after. uh, Because by that time, I was on uh, Playboy Live, which I hated. uh, Because I had to be nice. I'm not nice, okay? I love helping people, but I wouldn't call myself nice. (laughs) So... (laughs) I would get in trouble all the fucking time. <laughs> and so... I think that's the why one... we get along so well. Because <laughs> yes. I, I'm that bitch too. Where they're like, platinum. <laughs> can you be a little bit more PC? Like... Can you... <laughs> my, my, my fucking name is vulgar. Yes. Just saying oh my, my name in itself. People will <sighs> not... It's so funny because people will not say my name in public. We'll be somewhere and they'll be like, platinum. Carrie. <laughs> and I'll be like, My name is Platinum, a pussy, a bitch with two Z's Z's on the I, E. I'm okay? Like, yes. I'm like, say my name, say my dripping name. Wet. Yes. I'll say your name, Platinum, dripping wet pussy with gold. Like fucking <laughs> dripping gold. That's Platinum, dripping wet. Please have, that's your new, like, air quote, like, dripping wet. Platinum, dripping wet pussy. There Solid gold pussy. Yeah. It's either it has to be dripping wet or solid gold. Solid platinum. Solid platinum. I digress. I'm sorry. I please. You, you have for- insulted me. I'm sorry. Solid platinum <laughs> because platinum is better than gold. Let's yes. be honest. Platinum that's is why, better than gold. That's why the name is platinum pussy because if well, I was gold pussy, then. And also there wouldn't be any alliteration, which Nikki Knight is a fan of, okay? So platinum, solid platinum pussy. Oh, now, now it has to be dripping wet pussy. <laughs> I'm just going to call you dripping wet pussy. So you and I are troublemakers. Yes. We've in our... agreed to that, which is probably why we get along so good. And it's probably why we're successful in this industry, because guess what? Ain't nobody watching boring shit. That's why all those like super like, why do you think Kim Kardashian has all of her sisters on? Because she's really boring. Right. Why do you think freaking Paris Hilton had her crazy ass friend on the show? Because Nicole. platinum or yeah. Paris Hilton is freaking boring as fuck. So, sorry, we're entertaining. And, uh, but one thing that I found really cool about the Playboy models is how much they supported each other. Like, truly, like they would tweet to each other and they tell each other how beautiful they are and they talk to each other like really, really nice. And not that MFC models don't, but they don't. <laughs> they're like they they turn them into monsters and then call them one so right. and it was also like or there was an actual mm. or they're only as supportive until in, if you surpass where they're at then they're no longer yeah. supportive of course and like i can't blame them because it's they really like it is competitive on there because of the algorithm or whatever but on 
Playboy Live, like there was like a phone number I could call. Like I could call and actually talk to a human dude. I'm like, I don't know who this dude is, but I really like something changed within that, like having experienced both. So I wanted, I took a lot of that when I made Nikki and like, to be honest, I'm the world's worst liar. So it is me 100%, but I really wanted to add in that whole feeling of like that true support and just like having a human that you could talk to. And I really think that's why the Nikki character did so well is not only because I'm passionate about people and like everyone is awesome. And I learn just as much from other people as they do from me. Truthfully, the longer I'm around, the more I learn from the people around me, the better I become and a better resource I am for everyone else. But also because um, just that experience I had at Playboy Live and just having that person, I think that's why it really, it really made a difference you weren't just working for a robot anymore right there was a lot I, I worked on there very briefly um when they allowed other performers <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me okay that would have been me. I was never a playboy buddy, okay <laughs> I was so shocked to see how the girls would like moderate each other's rooms they would like text you and be like hey you know yeah. just making sure you're still good for your show time if they saw that you were down and out they would go get their own customers to come in like i will say for the yeah. three days that i worked on there <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how long it was but it wasn't very long and that's because mm -hmm. that was when they were transitioning i think they didn't they turn into like naked cams or naked yeah, naked.com yeah. so they, they had um so you couldn't there was the rule like no pink and then but if you wanted to do like a show show you could use your account on naked.com but then you could come right back to playboy live which was kind of confusing but whatever so because the playboy brand is so strong and like you don't go against the playboy brand right. but uh yeah so naked.com you're correct yeah so when that so happened, you had that experience too very yeah it was on, only on there briefly i think it was i don't even think they were allowing like a whole bunch of performers i think they only opened no. up like a beta slot for certain yeah. people and i just happened to be you know dealing with the right people at that time that were like hey there's this opportunity at playboy live would you like to try it out and um so i did and like i said like i was really shocked to see how these performers and some of them were like big time mainstream yep. porn performers were so yep. supportive and it was almost off-putting because it was like am, am i hello mm -hmm. i felt like dorothy in the wizard of oz <laughs> like i was you know like the little munchkins come out and they're like oh welcome to the land and i was just like <laughs> Hey, oh, minute, aren't minute, you guys supposed to be like the cream of the crop upper echelon of bitches? Like, what little, the fuck? I was waiting for like the little flying monkeys and the witch to be like, you know. That was me. Yeah. That was me and my show getting in trouble over there. That was, that was me. I don't like being censored. I don't like. Yeah, that's, I had a, pro I didn't like that either. That's I why I got in trouble. That's why I'm terrible on Streamate because I love Streamate. I love their... Mm -hmm. I love their clientele because they know that they're there to pay. There's not as many people trying to press you to do free shit, but I don't like being in the thing and just waiting for someone to be like, I want to see you naked. Like, no, like I do really well on Chatterbait. Yeah. And that's I, freemium. Yeah. Freemium sites where you can do that. I also, yeah, I also, um, Excel. I thrive. Yeah, yeah I excel. I thrive at those things because I found 
because yeah, Playboy Live was more like the streammate model, and it's just I got bored out of my mind, and then I started. I'm just like, this is fucking insane. Like, I. I just got really bored and cause I, I also don't like being censored. I also just, I, cause I would forget and I would start having fun and then I'd start doing stupid shit. And then they're like, okay, put your pants on. And cause they would shut your show down and there'd be like a menu that would come out in front and be like, cover yourself. Like you're a playboy bunny. And like, how could you? And I'm like, um, <laughs> and it's like, they shamed you. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. Um, Yes. Blacklisted. Basically, yes. Mine was that you weren't. You're not supposed to have like a toy. Play. Yeah. Like it's not supposed to be on while you're not on Playboy Live and on Streammate. But you can't have a toy. You can't have a toy. Like even though they can't see it, you can't have the toy like on your stuff. No. Until you go private. And I'm a I'm a teaser. You know. I feel like if you tease them while they're in public, then they're gonna want to go private, right? Of course. So I'm like. <laughs> and, and you can see my nipples getting hard and all of a sudden it's like please contact support and i'm like oh shit so i contact support and they're like um you're not allowed to have stimulating items um on your privates during public you know, while you're publicly live and i'm like how do you know and they're like um we can uh, see you <laughs> i didn't you couldn't see it though you couldn't see what it was you just heard belly my dog just tried to hunt me. See, that's what happens. You start talking about your nipples. My dog got horny. <laughs> oh God, bad, bad, bad. But so you um, started working for Cam Four. You took the yep. you took the leap of faith. Yep. And for you, that is what set you aside from everyone else because you have been the trailblazer for Cam Coaching. Well, it's yeah, I guess it. Like, there were other people doing stuff. I don't want to say that I'm the first one ever in the history of time, but it, I was the first one definitely that went, that crossed over from being a performer and then working at head office. And let me tell you, I would not be shit if I didn't have that experience. Let me say, because it opened up my eyes to just what the CEO calls, I could see the whole egg. Right. Because as a performer, I could only see it from one side. And then when I went over and I really did start talking to more of the viewers just in a different way, and they started telling me what they saw. And I was like, yo, bitch, you're right. This like and most models, including myself, we just saw the one sided story. I saw the other side of the page. And then I was able to tell them like, hey, that's where a lot of my information and a lot of my suggestions about like, record yourself if you want to get more money. Like if you want people to tip you more, you have to see your show from the eyes of your tippers. Because right. I can talk to you till I'm purple in the face. If you don't see what your tippers see, nothing's going to change. So when, because that happened to me accidentally, um, I accidentally watched my own show and was like, what the fuck? Cause someone, yeah, this dude, I didn't know he was a member of my room. He was a friend. And then he like showed me a private show we had together. I was like, haha, bitch. I, like I've been in your show the whole time. And I just, I was horrified. Not at that. I thought that was really hot, but like, I just looked so fake. And it, because I was trying to be what I thought was sexy, and I tried to be like what most people do. I, I was, I was trying to be what I thought guys would like, and I look like a fucking idiot. So, 
after that, Word. I did. I know. I know how that is. I've, yes. I've experienced the same thing. I found mine on a tube site. Oh, And right? I was like, I'm not going to say all the time, but this one particular one that was on there, and of course that's the one I find and the one that's on like all the free sites, is like me, uh -huh. and I look like I'm bored. And then I get a, I go into a, um, like somebody comes in, they start tipping and it was just like, mm, baby, like you could totally yeah. tell that the tokens were making, and, and I just was like really upset with myself. That's why I only stream when I'm feeling it, because if I'm not feeling it, it's not worth it for me to No. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely, eh, I have to think about that. Every time I go on cam, like make sure that you're being authentic to yourself and also yep. understanding that it's their money. Yeah. And just as much as you are valued and the things mm -hmm. that you want to show them are valued yep. and they've got to pay for it at the same time, you've got to make them want to pay for it. Yep. And it's like, um, a lot of people, when they watch themselves, they see, they're just like, oh my God, uh, a lot of performers are a lot more sensitive then they realize to what people say in their chat. Oh, a yeah. lot of people are, right? Uh, me too. So they're a lot more sensitive and they could slow down. They could tease more. Like it's just, you see this whole world because we're so much in our own heads and we can only see it from our own from our own thing we forget that so much is seen on camera like you could see in my eyes that i was faking it you could see all these things that i was you know i just looked so not authentic in right. my blanket right now oh look at this nice hair sticking up but <laughs> that's where a lot of my information came from and working at head office really did make me see this whole other world this whole other side to it which i found um like I was, I'm so lucky to have had that experience and be able to share that with other people because unless that did happen, I don't think I would have, I, that information wouldn't have come from me as a source, right? So just that's- just another cam girl fighting to, exactly. be, fighting to be relevant, fighting to be number yep. one, fighting yep. to not fall into the oversaturated world of everyone wants to be a live performer. You yep. have to, and it's something that even it, as a, performer in general or anything that you do you have to stand out if you're and just you have like to everybody be else yes you got to be authentic but if you uh -huh. are just like everybody else then there's nothing that sets you aside why would i get you know like why would i want to spend my money with you when there's 150,000 other models out there who are willing to do oftentimes more than you for less money for less right. because who knows where in the world they are right Right. And their situation might be different than yours or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Again, like people used to get so mad, like people are giving all this shit away for free and da, da, da. I'm like, well, people still buy Prada t-shirts for 800 bucks a pop when they could buy a $2 shirt. Right. Like it's about the experience. It's about, you know, and just let that freak flag fly. Like just be fucking weird. And yeah, <laughs> at first, flag. right. People are going to leave your show at first. People are going to be like, this is dumb, but they're going to keep watching you. Like I, the way that I explain it to people is like, okay, when you think of the internet, especially the internet that people think of like a couple of years back, like, oh my God, like you can find anything on the internet. The internet is full of the fucking weirdest shit ever. Why are you trying to be so PG? 
why are you trying to be such a good girl? Why are you trying to be not weird? Like, be fucking weird. That's why people look at train wrecks. They can't take their eyes off of it. That's why, you know, and like, so it really doesn't matter what you do. As long as you are enjoying it, as long as they can see you enjoying it, that's the best. And people want to see all the weird stuff that's out there. Like, oh, I've seen this dude do aerial karate moves in his dirt floor basement he was hanging from the rafters doing like this weird chopping move and there's like all these fake owls all over the place and he would like pull his penis like up and like do like weird penis moves and stuff and like hang himself from it was it i absolutely tipped that guy i'm like this is the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen because on the internet, like they're promised people are promised to find all this like super weird stuff. And it just, for some reason, I feel like everyone just kind of toned it down for some reason, trying to stand out while toning it down. I'm like, no, be friggin' weird. Uh, one of my favorite, Sweet Eva is her name. Sweet Eva was one of the first cam models, like back in the day when there weren't even tokens. And this chick was the weirdest one of all. She would dress up her lamps as like people and dance with them. Like it, she was crazy. And she had, to this day, she's like a cult underground favorite because like she just didn't give a fuck. I think someone called the cops to her house one time. It, and this is way, 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 way back before internet safety. People would like send pizzas to her house and she would like fight the pizza man. Like, it was just, it was crazy, but people would watch that shit. Like when, I would tune into that. When is she going live again? I want to see. I know. I've, uh, uh, unfortunately she passed away a few years ago, oh, but it, I know we're talking like 1997 these oh, shows wow. would happen yeah so this is like old 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 so unfortunately uh she passed away but like to me in my heart i always want to keep a piece of that sweet eva and that internet history that you and i were just talking about that's out there like we are all writing internet history this is the internet everyone already thinks of the internet as a weird place don't be afraid to be weird. Like, these are not your peers. These people might judge you, but they're going to come back and watch you and tell their friends about you because this is what they're promised when they're thinking about the internet. So be fucking weird. If you are into some weird shit, show the world. Who cares? Like, that's what people want. They want it more than like the, hey, how are you? Which, I mean, there's probably two of us that actually are like that. <laughs> right definitely and you know not only that but um you're getting judged anyways if it's yeah. not because you're a blonde or it's because you're fat or it's because you're yeah. whatever you're being judged anyways and that's where like I've always been the black sheep. I've always been the member of the family that everyone's like, oh, you know, she dates outside of a race. Oh, she's fat. Oh, do nice. you know she's a porn star? Like yeah. Yeah, I am. And you wish you were too. Mm. I love this. If you're talking about BBC, like it's, it's just the best. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you slut. I get what you're saying about how you saw things from the other side, because 
doing BBW Fan Fest, I saw what it was like to put on a convention. So I had respect for Avian and Exotica yeah. and, and people that run conventions. Then when I did the Cam House, being an actual Cam Network, I understand, yeah. you know, when they're like, oh, I only get 35% of my earnings. Although I do feel that's pretty low. Mm -hmm. I still understand you have to supply the resources and the traffic and all of the things that go into making your cam life possible. Mm -hmm. So you're a titan of industry. Thank you. You're welcome. You and you do well. it all on your own. Well, thank you. Not as much as you. Uh, I don't own this house that I'm in. So maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, I'm looking for roommates if you want to come live with me. Okay. You're like, do you like what? dogs? Love dogs. Bowie. <laughs> We're moving to Baltimore. Bowie, come charm this woman. <laughs> come here, dog. Oh, he's got... He's, what is this, a receipt? What is this? Oh, God. What is that? Okay, I'm gonna go throw this away. Don't show her that. I just lost my guest. Hold on. Okay, now come charm her for real. Come here. Come here, Bowie. See, my dog is one of those amazing dogs that doesn't do anything that he's told. So he'll come and jump, like, right on me. But as soon as I call him, I'm like, hey, come here. He's like. What do you want me to do? What? I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, he just. Well, because I'm the worst at discipline. Which right. is ironic. Oh my god. He's a, he's a dog. He's She should be able to self-govern. <laughs> oh god. I'm, I'm, I'm the teacher dom that's the worst at uh, worst at discipline in real life because I get disciplined all the time and I hate it. Why do you get disciplined? Because I'm a badass. <laughs> I know. I was really looking forward to seeing you at these events. Oh, right. Yes, I know. Oh. Quarantine has given... Uh-oh. I lost you. Hold on. Difficulties. Yeah. And that, you know, this is live. It is sort live. Of. No. It's live for you and me. Yeah, we're live now. <laughs> Sweet! Although no, I, I do have a strange obsession with the paranormal, so we could mm -hmm. be in the afterlife. Although I hope this is the last. Cool. If this is the afterlife, I'm digging it. If this is the afterlife, I wish. No, because I want to fly. Oh. What? Have, have you had any paranormal experiences? How much time do you have? Oh, we could be here all day. Okay, no, I, I've legit have had some, though, like, for real. Like, actual out-of-body experiences. And it happened. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, let's Are you go. ready? Yep. Okay, so it starts off a little bit sad. But so when I was six years old, my father passed away. And um, whatever. He's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But he's always been near and dear and close to my heart. Yes. So when I was in my teenage years, of course, like, as teenage girls do because they're awesome is do like Ouija boards and all that kind of stuff so one time we decided to do a seance 
And I've always felt that I had a closer connection to any kind of paranormal thing like that because of my father, because I've always felt him around me. Like even the night that he passed, he watched me sleep the entire night and he was standing beside my bed. He was there. Like that's just the end of it. He was. And so these girls had done one before and nothing happened and they were fooling around. And I mean, I'm like 15 or 14 or whatever. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you bitches don't even know what the hell. Like... (laughs) Like the movie right, like, when there's always that one girl that makes some shit pop off. That's yes, amazing. that was me. So, and not that I would be like, oh my God, like, whatever. But um, <laughs> anyway, so we're doing this seance and I'm like, these guys, like, I hope they're ready for this because something's going to happen. And so we're doing the seance and everyone's eyes are closed and, you know, we're holding hands and we're concentrating. And all of a sudden my mind's eye opened up and there was a closet behind me and the closet door opened And my dad walked out and he was in a white robe and he walked out and he put his hand on my shoulder and he fucking put it there and I felt it. It was there and I felt it for about two days. I could still feel it and I opened up my eyes. All the other girls, their eyes were open and they're like, is he still touching you? And I was like, yeah. And so they all saw it too and they were freaked out and they're like, oh my God, like they threw their candles away and they're like, and I was like, I told you guys, like he's... He's always right here for me. So he's coming. And then uh, another time that was really, really, really like this saved my life. Like, honestly, I there was another one um, at my wedding. Oh, man. He made. Yeah, I'll tell you this one that saved my life. So at one point I used to because when I was younger, I used to date like just crazy people just because most of the time I was fucking bored right? Like, let's see how far this can go. And, you know, I'm nothing, yeah, like one nothing those, real is going to come One of this. those things about what could possibly go wrong, and then it yeah. does, and then you're like, okay, see, well, for me, I'd one, be like, at the next one, let me just step it up a couple of notches and see where that there goes. There it is. Yes, right. <laughs> there it is. I was, yes, so you and I are kindred spirits that way yes, then. Yes, I'm the one Fuck that's it. like, oh, the fire burns. Let me turn it up a little bit more. Oh, the fire burns. Yeah. That's me. Exactly. 100%. So that's exactly, exactly how I felt. Like, fucking whatever. I'm bored. So I dated this one guy who turned out to be actually nuts. Like, he was actually bonkers. And uh, it turned out that he'd been stalking me for a long time. I didn't even notice. Again, I have ADD and dyslexia. Like, I actually diagnosed. So before medication like I would be off thinking about the moon and whatever like I call my medication my brain chain because it brought me into reality and keeps me here (laughs) so I love my brain chain my brain chain is why I'm able to do my job but the way I explain it is when people uh, they don't understand is I'm like think of a hot air balloon and if the hot air balloon isn't attached to to something heavy on the ground it's just it's gone it's gonna float yeah, and it has no destination. Gone. It just floats randomly amongst the sky, and follows know. the air currents, whatever. Fuck right. it, like that's yeah. It's my brain chain. So before brain chain, uh, Nikki got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> Not because I was just motherfucking bored. So, anyways, I ended up dating this crazy guy, and uh, he when I finally like when I broke up with him, we'd only dated for like a month or so, but it escalated to a serious level like incredibly quickly. So anyway, so I was in my condo at the time and my bedroom had a walk-in closet that had a bathroom on the other side, which I miss that condo so much. So he came over and I was breaking up with him 
And he started to chase me in my own home. He's like grabbing me. And I was like running from him. And I was like, get away from me. And then he's like, come with me. I'm. I, he wanted to buy me some business. He's like, come with me. I just bought you a warehouse. We're going to start your own makeup company. Like he was just blurting out crazy shit to get me to go with him. And I was like, no. And I ran into my closet. And then all of a sudden, again, my mind's eye opened up and my dad like my mind's I woke like opened up and like I stepped above my own body and my dad opened up my clothes like he stepped through my clothes and went into my body and now I'm watching myself I ripped this guy to the fucking floor I said shit that like whew, the things that I said were unbelievable he started to cry he left me alone he never wanted to see me again i truly like i don't even remember exactly everything i said because it wasn't me but i watched myself and then he just left because he was physically like trying to pull me to his car he just left and then my dad left my body went back into my clothes and my closet and i was me again and i was like holy fuck he just saved my life yeah, I have goosebumps. I like it, for real. He saved my life that time. So yes, I've had paranormal experiences, one hundred percent. Now let's talk about the other one. Yeah. Oh, the wedding one. The wedding one. Okay. So the wedding one was. So. My wedding to Aaron, my ex-husband, was kind of it was pretty whirlwind, I guess. Um, yeah, I was, you could consider it whirlwind, but <clears throat> so we were in Toronto and I was going to get married back in Edmonton where I'm from just because all my family is there and stuff. Right? right. So we were making, like, we're getting ready for all this wedding stuff and whatever. And we were looking for a place to have wedding photos. Now, my father, when he was alive, my father was a fucking badass. Like he for real was a badass. He built his own like race boats and he did river race, like riverboat racing. Oh, wow. So he would right like he would but he would build the boats from nothing which is why i'm can build stuff and like tinkering with things but like he was just a badass and so he has all these really cool friends and uh anyway so we were trying to find a place to have our wedding photos and there's this one historical house in edmonton that's downtown and it's extremely beautiful like it is an extreme beautiful house and so when I called it turns out that um like they were booked for years in advance so there was no fucking way that anything was happening and then my mom um my mom looked and she's like oh this is owned by this guy she's like your dad knows him your dad actually gave him a business loan to start off his company she's like call him up so I did, and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, well, um, he's like, oh, you're Bobby's girl, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I'd love to help. He's like, I'll call. Uh, he's like, they're all booked. I don't even do my own bookings, whatever. He's like, but I'll call the main girl who does all the bookings, and we'll see what we can do. For the exact time slot that I wanted, the girl's like, oh, my God, what a coincidence. She's like, I have a dentist appointment, and I have three hours crossed off that no one's been able to book for the last, like, forever. So for the exact time slot that I needed was completely free, and so Aaron and I could take it. And so it was just... Like, and she took us through the house and we got all these amazing photos, but I was like, this is 100% my dad. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Cause they like booked for years, except for the exact time that I needed. 
Mm-hmm. And I felt that that was him 100% as like a wedding gift. And I thought that was nice. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, that one's not as crazy, but it's, I felt it. It's, uh, it's awesome. Like I am obsessed with the paranormal. I feel like, um, you know, my, my grandparents and my mother said that when I was little, uh-huh. I used to have like, you know, invisible friends, but it turns out that I was actually speaking with ghosts. Yeah. I was speaking Who were they? with spirits. Well, one of them was my great grandmother. Cool. Um, the other ones I don't remember. I was too young to really remember. And you know, yeah. I have... little kids are really connected to that shit for That's real. They don't believe or not believe. They don't know. They're yeah. just, they're just they're naturally connecting with life or yep. life after death. And so it's not until you get older. It's like racism. People aren't naturally born to be prejudiced or sexist or any of that. Those are things that Mm -hmm. you're taught. And the Mm -hmm. same thing happens with the paranormal. With the paranormal, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were just to naturally experience it and not know that this is right, wrong, or indifferent, Mm -hmm. you know. And so as I got older, I I blocked it out because I eventually um, experienced a demon and... I was getting thoughts that weren't mine telling me to kill myself or, you know, to do crazy things. And I was like, I'm stubborn, even with demons. Yeah. Like, eh, sorry, buddy. Like, that's not, that's not going to happen. So. No, that's, that's where you, did you, okay. I had to put my Ouija board and I couldn't burn that thing. That is the true fact. Like I had to put my Ouija board away because what I contacted one time wasn't very nice. No, and they it can, was just a weird one. They can take over your life. Like they can, yeah. they can make you like I, whenever someone says that someone committed suicide, I always think to myself, you can't really judge that person because uh-huh. you don't know what they're dealing with. Not only on a, yeah. on a earthly physical level, but you don't know if they're fighting an actual demon mm-hmm. and to believe in God, you got to believe in the devil. And, you know, mm-hmm. as, although I'm not a huge religion person, I'm very much a spiritual mm-hmm. person. And I do mm-hmm. believe that there are evil forces out there and demons. are Absolutely. Very if we can be real and if you sit and think about how crazy and how like unbelievable our bodies are and energy and just even science, like you want to take it there. Think about how fucking incredible science is. I'm smart enough to know that I don't really know shit. Right. So I'm open to everything because I don't really fucking know. Right. And I also know that the government definitely uh. tries to feed our brains what they want us. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah. <coughs> See, the government gave me a cough when we're talking Ooh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's truth. Everyone wants people do a lot of things for power. And just, I mean, we're in quarantine right now. You never know what tomorrow's going to hold in this earthly life of ours. You never know, right? Uh, I had a, I had an imaginary friend. His name was Lightning Man. And he was made of lightning bolts. And I could see him. He would be there mostly when there was a lightning storm. But when I was a little girl, my window used to look, we lived in the country. My window used to look out onto our yard and like out onto the road, the country road or whatever. And I would see him. He could always, he would always walk on the road and I would talk to him telepathically because I couldn't get too close to him or else he would kill me accidentally. And I would tell him all my problems. And then he would always reply with, which was kind of fucking dry. And mean like, I'm like five, six 
or I'm like six or seven years old, um, he's like, well, at least you have a face because he didn't have a face. So that would have be him consoling me like, well, you know, all your problems are bad. At least you have a face because I don't have one. And I'm like, yeah, at least I do have a face. OK, thanks, Lightning Man. And I would go back to sleep. Your friend was rude. <laughs> he was pretty rude, but like he put my head on. He prioritized my problems pretty quick. At least you have a face. I do have a face. Okay, I'll go back to bed now. But that was my imaginary friend who was Lightning Man who just reminded me of my of my gifts, of my many blessings, I guess. I I don't recall anything i do recall being at my grandmother's house and like getting in trouble because like she had lincoln logs and what she... the fuck is a lincoln log you don't know what lincoln logs are i'm a canadian and that sounds american af oh my god american uh <laughs> lincoln logs were these toys that you played with and you could create like they were like legos but they were logs Oh, and they have the little cutout spaces, and you could yes. link them up and make log cabins. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't think we called those Lincoln Logs, but okay, cool. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Okay, so there was, uh, my grandmother had these things <clears throat> called Lincoln Logs, and she used to collect the Reader's Digest, or the Publisher's Clearinghouse, um, yeah. the stickers, where you ordered yeah. the magazines. So she had sheets and sheets and sheets of those stickers, right? And somehow the Lincoln Log box came out of the closet and where it was located was in a place where there is no physical possible way it could have just fell out. So the Lincoln Log box is like literally in the middle of the floor and the publisher's clearinghouse uh, stickers are on the wall. Like broken off and licked and stuck on the wall. And there's like maybe like 10 or 11 of them, right? So naturally, you know, I'm the only one at my grandmother's house. It's me and my grandmother. And she gets up and she's furious. And she's like, why would you put those on the wall? Those don't belong there. And why are the Lincoln Logs out? You're supposed to put all the toys away when you get done playing with them. And you're supposed to be sleeping. You weren't supposed to be up. And so I was like totally shocked because I'm like, I didn't do it. And so we put everything away. I had to take the stickers off and then I had to wash the wall and, you know, punishment. And then later it happened again. And so I was telling my grandmother. You had a poltergeist. No, it was a message because I had done something and I, and I had lied about it, but <laughs> there was a message behind it. But, um, yeah, there was like little things that happened or like one time, um, I on, what, what was the message? Don't play with the publisher's clearinghouse stickers anymore. That's a bullshit message. You can do what you want, okay? At least I wasn't told I'd lucky to have a face. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> That's true. But, but then there's this other time, time my grandmother had a piano. It was just funny because one of my grandmothers had an organ and, and the other one had a piano. But I got on the piano and I could play like Chopsticks and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and... Yeah. Mary had a little lamb, but this one time I started playing Those this are song hits. that was Those way hits. out of my level, League, yeah. and it yeah. was a song that my great grandmother used to play, and my grandmother just stood there in shock. And I didn't play it for very long, and then she was like, "Play it again, play it again," and I couldn't do it. And I was like, "Some, I don't know where that came from." Cool. That was dope. 
other than that, like, I've do you had- remember feeling anything when that was happening? Like, or were you just numb? Because anytime anything like that has ever happened to me, I've I just, I remember feeling like a numbness. Yep. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm not thinking anything. I'm just like, I'm still in numb inside of myself and it's just happening. And I don't know why. Um, a couple of other experiences that I had when I lived in Florida, um, my kids were little, well, mm-hmm. not really little. My daughter was probably like 11 or 12 and my son, he was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember we were downstairs watching TV and all of a sudden we heard this like whoosh. So we run upstairs to go see what's going on. Cause it had happened upstairs and we go to my kid's room and we literally heard this woman. Now, this is when I realized that people are attached to things. Um, mm-hmm. We heard this old woman and you could see her face in the window for like 10 seconds. And they're screaming at the top of their lungs. I am freaked out. I'm on the phone with my friend and I'm like, girl, we're coming over to your house. So we drive over there. We spend the night and then the next day we go back to the house or whatever. And, you know, as I'm thinking about what it could possibly be, I had received um, some unfinished sheets and blankets and like it it was a comforter set, a matching comforter set. And I had received that. I don't remember if it was given to me or if I bought it, but I think it was given to me and it was literally not finished. Like there was part of the trim of the, the comforter that wasn't done and like the sheets weren't completely sewed on the end. So it was just literally just a bunch of material. But apparently whoever was making that stuff was still attached to it. And I think wow. from what it sounded like, it was an old lady who was making it for her grandchild. And wow. so, yeah. And it was like, she was there and it was like the most crazy. And I can only speculate. I don't know for a fact that that's what it was. All I know is that when we had those, the, that sheet set or that, that material, that fabric inside of the house, like it was so crazy. And I could only, you know, put those two things together. Like anything else, there was really nothing new. But I have had an experience here at the cam house. So one of the cool. models, when I first moved here, nothing's actually here. I think a lot of things are, are like, they come and go. Uh-huh. I haven't had any, like, full-time hauntings. But, like, here, um, when I first got here, one of the models came. And then there was another model who was supposed to come. But those two girls got into a, a situation and they stopped being friends. Or not mm-hmm. really stop being friends, but just stop talking. And so when the mm-hmm. when the one model was here, the other model ended up passing away. And oh, so wow. she, you know, the model that was here was really distraught and, you know, like crying. And like, I didn't ever get to say I'm sorry. And I never got to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And like really feeling, mm-hmm. you know, in your feelings when someone passes away and you don't get that opportunity. Yeah. That's why you see me tweeting now. Like, I'm like, hey, I don't hold any hard feelings against anyone. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if we're not talking or we're not friends anymore, like I'm not an enemy, I'm just going on with mm-hmm. my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that, so that if anything was to happen with me or someone else, like there's no hard feelings. Like I don't, I don't hold on to baggage. It's just, it doesn't, yeah. it's not worth it. it. It carries too much weight in keeping me from reaching my goals and just, it's not worth it. So yeah. anyway, anyway, so she's all upset about this model that passed away and <clears throat> me and one of the male talents that was here at the time, a BBC. We're watching the cameras. She was in her room getting ready. And we're watching the camera on the computer. And all of a sudden, you just see this white mist come in from the wall. And it just, like, randomly, like, swishes around while she's getting ready. 
And at first I thought, wow, is that like a perverted fan that's watching her get dressed? But eventually the feeling that I got, and I sought out, you know, a medium to find out like what was their take on it. And they said they think it was her basically just coming to let her know, like let the model know, like we're good. You know what I mean? Like there's Mm -hmm. no reason. Did she take that experience away? Did she feel anything or no? I don't know. She's kind of dramatic and, you know. <laughs> you know how some people need to feel like they're victimized? Yeah. It was kind of like one of those things where I don't think that she realized that's what the situation was. or even She may not even believe mm-hmm. it was happening because she didn't know mm-hmm. it was happening. We saw it because it was on camera. But mm-hmm. at, at, she hmm. said she felt something, but she couldn't really tell what it was. But mm-hmm. we saw it. I saw it for myself. Like, that was the first time I've ever physically that I can recall seen it that I physically saw a miss and you have someone else with you to see that shit yes somebody else witnessed it otherwise I would not repeat it because people would think I was batshit nuts but yeah it was real it happened and I wish I could find the footage because there there I remember having footage but someone's Uh on hard drive so maybe one day I'll find it but yeah it was it was an experience and since then I've had a couple of like brushes with like my grandmother the um couple weeks ago I felt my grandmother like literally hold my hand like when you said you felt your father mm, like I can yep. I can relate to that you feel it yep well I have been like on this paranormal I feel like the other side was trying to get my attention mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you any one particular thing that was happening it was just this feeling like I needed to get an answer so mm-hmm. I was trying to reach out to people and I wasn't, I was just hitting a roadblock every which way. And this is for a while. Mm -hmm. And then the other day, about a week ago, I'm talking to my Mm -hmm. mom and I'm like, you know, we're all in quarantine. There's no excuse for us not to Skype. We need to see each other. Like just being on the phone isn't enough. We need to see each other. We all live far apart. Like let's let's put together this Skype call and let's look at each other face to face. Well, that turned into a family zoom call. So almost my whole family on her side was in this zoom call And I felt my grandmother's hand. She had a specific, like, her hands were always, like, really cold. And they were really small. She had really small hands. And they were, like, Uh I can remember they were wrinkly. And she wore Chanel number 5. And she wore Chanel lipstick, this, like, really weird-looking pink lipstick. Uh I could smell her. I could feel her. And I got the message. The message was... She was the matriarch of the family. So she kept everyone, you know, in touch with each other and made sure that we were all at least um, cordial to each other. Mm -hmm. And so since she's passed, everyone's just kind of gone their separate ways and not really Mm -hmm. come together as a family. Like this one will be close. But you brought everyone together. Uh, By accident. I really can't take credit for it. She's responsible for that because when I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, come on, let's Skype together. She was like, oh, you know, let's, let's bring so-and-so and I was like yeah let's get the family involved let's let's see how many people we can get involved in like eventually like we had probably 15 or 16 people in the call and it was awesome. wow um, that's well, awesome yeah so we, we were only missing a couple of people but we're gonna put them in on Mother's Day but I felt like after that was done and watching mm-hmm. my mom glow after being mm-hmm. able to talk you know like having the whole family there together I felt like the message you know, like I felt complete, like that was the message. Mm-hmm. The message was get the family together, mm-hmm. get the family together. And you did it. And I did it. And it was like, wow, like message received. Ding. <laughs> cool. 
I don't want to open up that and start sucks. like investigating or anything because I, um, I'm an empath and I'm also like uh-huh. when I was younger, I I was told I had, um, you know, how, like people read auras. I was told yep. I had a light personality, which meant I attracted, I attract people. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> and so I just don't want to attract anything from the other side, and you know, yeah, bring myself. I don't mess with that shit because it, as soon as you have that ability to do stuff like that, like I don't, I don't even know. You don't because it, when you know that you can, you also understand that that comes with a very big possibility. Like you said, like attracting something that's not that cool, and I have no idea what the other side is. I have no idea what the spirit world actually is. Again, like that is something that is still very unknown to me, but all I know is when you can open a door, anything can walk through it. Right. Absolutely. And I'd like to yeah. keep that door closed. Yes. Yes. My so there lo- are some things my to just leave alone. People, I love you. And, you know, I, I've been watching like a lot of, um, there's a guy on YouTube called Steve Huff. Okay. But then I also found some other things on YouTube where they're calling him a fraud. And I'm like, don't say that. Don't, don't, don't say that. They're like, oh, Wait. these things can be fabricated, and this is how they do it. And oh, I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh, man. No. Shame on those people, and shame on you, Steve Hoff, if that is fake. How dare you play it. with my heartstrings? But my favorite was, like, Ghost Adventures, because I love Zach Bagan. I've seen some of those things uh, a few times, and I watch it. I get so scared. Because really? I have had paranormal, yes, because I have had paranormal experiences. I get so scared because, like, again, I know that that could be real. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that shit scares me. Like, I could watch Aliens. I can watch, like, I'm, I, you know what I'm big into? I'm a freaking war buff, history buff. I love crime. But I could watch World War One, World War Two, or war documentaries till my eyes bleed. Really? Like I yes, I never I would could, have expected that. I'm huge. No like, one does. I'm a huge crime junkie, like um, oh yeah, and crime junkie, and, like forensic files and oh my god, forensic files is just like all day. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> seriously, love that shit. Like yes, that is just oh all fucking day. And I really even like it when they're like filmed in the nineties and just so shitty, like their graphics and stuff. Oh my God. That's the best. I find like Canadian series that no one has even ever heard of like 72 hours. Cause everyone always sees like American series. But when I find Canadian ones, I'm like, this is awesome. Like it's 72 hours. Uh, 72 hours is, um, it's like 72 hours after, that's just the title, I guess, 72 hours, they're investigating these crimes, and they talk about some really crazy stuff, but like just crazy shit that's happened in Canada, like that dude who fed all the prostitutes to his pig farm, like he killed like 16 prostitutes, that wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, that wasn't even that long ago. He he fed everyone to his pigs on his farm. It was like 15 or 16 prostitutes he killed it in BC, I think. Um, yeah, there's been like there's been a lot of crazy stuff that's happened. I mean, he, well, Paul Bernardo and his wife, they're Canadian. Who's like Paul that's What? Okay, so Paul Bernardo is like a mass like he's just a sick. He's really he's a hot dude. He's hot. Anyway, and his wife is also really hot, but, like, he was really gross, and they would kill little girls together, and then on Christmas, they killed her sister. They killed and raped her sister and filmed it. Yeah, her little sister. Yeah, so he's insane. This is how different our TV is. 
Because we have yeah, something called 48 Hours. Oh, I love 48 Hours. Yeah. I, first oh, yeah. First 48 is what it's called. First, first 48. 48. Yeah. I love First 48. I okay, did you see the one where they were, uh, okay, so they went into this house and it was like the voodoo house. And there was all like the voodoo stuff. I think it might. It's the first one that I get on the season that's available to me. So they go into this house and it's full of like voodoo. There's like jars of urine with like hair, like pictures wrapped in hair and jars under his bed and all this like crazy like voodoo stuff. And um, anyway, so during the thing, they're like, whoa, this is like, um, what is it? Palo Mayombe is the religion I think it's called. I, I'm if I'm saying that incorrectly, I'm sorry, people who are listening. I believe that's what it is. Um, but anyway, so the cameras and all the stuff shuts off. But these camera crews, they actually also have a backup generator. So if the power does go out, and being on a television crew myself, I can tell you that's real. So if the power does go out, the backup generators will kick in, so you won't lose the stream. So you can continue filming. Even the backup generators went off, so they lost all feed. They lost everything inside of this house, and the camera crew wouldn't go back in. So they filmed the rest of the episode on the lawn wow yeah and that was one of the first 48 and they caught him but he was um they brought in like a specialist and uh someone else, i think i don't know if they filmed on whatever but they brought in like a smaller camera because the film crew was like we're not going in there so they someone they went through the house again and they brought in like a specialist and they were like okay well this is this like they're trying to put like they're trying to bind someone they're trying to stop someone like they're in love with someone but they're trying to control them and that's what all these different symbols mean and all these different stuff so i really i was like this is freaking off the hook so yeah super fascinating it's super fascinating Uh, because we we live in a world where we're fed certain things and and led to believe that those are all like urban legends lies yeah or it's just a bunch of hocus pocus shit is happening yeah shit is happening even even if they're doing weird hack togethers that they've figured out even if it's not all 100 percent, yes this is exactly what you need to do to control these forces they've picked up on one or two things or put so much energy into just like they've proven with prayer when everyone is focusing on one thing, like us as humans, we're friggin' incredible species. Like we're incredible. And when we all focus our energy and focus our internal power on something, things start to happen. It's been proven with prayer. So everyone can just take a fucking seat. Um, so these people are focusing their energy through whatever they're doing and stuff like that happens. Like, oh, okay, okay. Another one of my favorite crime stories. I'm going to get really close to you because this okay. is really one of my favorites. Okay. So this dude, he was, again super sexy guy and he was hired by the mexican he was uh from was he puerto rican anyway he was hired by like mexican drug cartels and so he was really like flamboyant and really sexy guy blah 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 and his mother was um she was like a priestess whatever and he came and he said that he could actually like protect these gangs and get them more money and all this kind of stuff because at the time there was like rivaling drug wars and people were losing territories and money so anyway so he had this thing called anaganga and a naganga is um, an actual pot. So a naganga is a pot for making magic. And it's not 
the pot itself is the naganga it's the magic that you make within like the witch's cauldron kind of thing so that's a naganga and his naganga he claimed to be the most powerful one because he would and again this was he had grossly perverted the religion that uses nagangas but he needed human sacrifice to make his naganga powerful so he would get like unsuspecting young white college guys down when they would come to Mexico to come drink from America, they would come down and he would kill them and he would sacrifice them and put them in his naganga. Cause usually it's like animal sacrifice. So anyways, he'd put them in there and for a while his, it was working. Like this one gang was doing really, really well. Again, self-fulfilling prophecy. They felt invincible. Therefore they were, um, But the whole premise behind putting things into your Naganga is to enslave their spirits. So you own their spirits and you'd send their spirits out to do your bidding. So if they needed someone taken care of, you could, he would do his thing with his Naganga. And then because the bones are in there, his, the spirit of these young dudes would go out and then they would like sabotage the other gangs super crazy but yeah they found him and he died in a flurry of gunfire it was a good one <laughs> you're like it's a good one i can't hear you again oh, oh there you are there I you hit, go i hit mute by accident well, you just wanted to hear all about the naganga i was i was like i got all comfortable on a sofa that is right. so interesting like that yeah kind of stuff, that kind of stuff really like um i think the thing that really fascinates me personally about serial killers or just you know people that are killers is it's it's fascinating it's fascinating because i don't know that i have the balls to do it you know everyone like i think in the moment i could i could passion really hurt someone if they were hurting someone that i knew but i know that i could never take a life i could not do it i know 100 i could not i i couldn't kill i could maim i could do a harsh maim Someone's fucking with my shit, but I she said could a harsh not. Mame. <laughs> I could do a harsh maim, but I I could not kill. I would want to help, and I would want to whatever. Like, do you know your personality type? Like the Briggs Myers personality type? No. I'm I'm ENFP, which is the champion. So I'm ENFP. I'll send you a personality type thing later because if That'd you know your yeah, I would like to know what you are. So I'm ENFP. I'm the kind of person that, um, Coleman like, my bangs. <laughs> I, um, I was having a conversation with someone. We were talking about like, if you were to get kidnapped and they were like torturing you for information and they were mm-hmm. like, well, what would you do? And I was like, you don't say anything. Give them false information. You don't tell them anything. You just shut the fuck up because they're going to kill you anyways. It's like when you go to, it's like when the police arrest you and they're like, well, mm-hmm. if you tell us, then this is going to make things easier for you. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, no. You, no, no, no. I wouldn't tell the cops anything. But if someone's really torturing me, uh, yeah, okay. If they're going to kill you anyway, then I know I'm already dead. I would give them false information. If I know they're going to kill me anyway, it's like, I'm done. Yeah, his name is Santa Claus. He lives at the South Pole. And his best friend is a dog named Rudolph. But they party over in Africa all the time. That's what's up. Like, if someone is asking me the secrets of Christmas, like, I would feed them the most false bullshit ever, like, peppered with the truth to fuck them up. That's what I'd do if I knew I was going to die anyway. I mean, I just, you know, if you're going to, I don't, you can't be a snitch. Hold on. Snitches get ditches, but I'm already in the fucking ditch, okay? Snitches get ditches. 
Yeah, but you don't you don't know what that information could do for other people that don't have the ability to protect themselves, you know? Fair enough, but if they're crushing my finger with a pair of pliers, I'm going to start talking. Like, I'm just going to say the truth. <laughs> like, it's just... Nah, you don't say I shit! Would say, Nikki, I would keep be, it to yourself! Hold on! I'm being telling the truth. I would be quiet as long as possible. Trust me. But if they're crushing my finger with a pair of pliers or pulling my fi- fingernails out, I'm going to start... Something's going to come out of my mouth. Either that or else I'm going to, like, I'm just going to suck a lot of dick to get out of there. I'm going to use my feminine wiles and just... Fuck them. I'm going to try then... to escape so they'll shoot me. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'd like to, like, honestly, I'd like to think that I wouldn't say anything and I wouldn't. But if, right. like, again, if you're in such pain, like, I would tell them false information. I would say whatever. I'd be like, sure. Yeah, there Everyone you go. says that they think they know what they do until that actual situation happens, you know? Of course. Of course. And that's, I would like to think that I wouldn't say anything because, of course, I'm not a snitch. Because snitches don't get stitches, snitches get ditches. Right. But it's, I'm already in the ditch at that point. Right. And it's like one of those things where if you're being kidnapped and you try to like talk down the, oh, you don't want to kill me, blah, blah, like shut the fuck I up. Could, don't say I anything. I could do that. No, listen, there's yeah. no negotiating. When someone's made up their mind that they're going to do something, silence mm-hmm. will fuck with them even more. Because now they want to know why you're so calm and quiet. I definitely okay. So let's put it this way: I would definitely try to do some mental judo. Outsmart the smarty pants. Not even well, outsmart the them, thing. but like they, they have we, acquired we, you and they have you bound and captured. They are yep. obviously the smarter species in that scenario. Hold on, that's not true because they don't know who the fuck they captured and they're not really sure this just like you don't want to open that door because you don't know who the fuck's come through it. You are a female. Do you know that your power is seduction, okay? One of my favorite <laughs> quotes on... She's like, come here. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. Like, one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Miss Marilyn Monroe. Like, I don't mind living in a man's world as long as I get to be a female in it. Right. I love right? Marilyn Monroe. I want to learn too. that I was just saying in a um, podcast the other day where we were talking about what if you could solve one mystery or find out, you know, information mm-hmm. about one mystery, what would it be? And mine was I want to know who killed Marilyn Monroe because there's so many different scenarios that are plausible. There's so huh. many different um, Sam Garzi was it Sam Garziano. Um, part of the Italian mob. He's supposedly yeah. behind it. Then there's the Kennedys. Yeah. Then there's the CIA. I don't think they... Yeah. She was involved in a bunch of shit. And the thing was, is the next day, but the day that she died, the next day she yeah. was going to go on television and do a press conference and she was going to talk. Then it was the CIA. There, not necessarily because she had information about the Italian mob. She had a t- information about the Kennedys. There's a lot of people that stood uh-huh. to be exposed as a result of her going and spreading their business and the presidency we already know how that works uh-huh because she fucked the kennedys both robert I mean, and John i would have fucked them both a fucking k okay. both of the brothers were amazing and i would have banged them both too right but you don't talk about it well i mean publicly no i i didn't say anything i kept my mouth <laughs> And you're still alive to talk about it. Yeah. Well, to this day. they're not, but you are. Yeah. 
Bobby Kennedy was probably one of this like the world's biggest humanitarians. I've watched so many documentaries on him. Yeah. And uh, again, like he's he was one of the world's biggest humanitarians ever. Like him, his brother, yes, but really, truly, him. He should have been president. It's unfortunate that he got shot. But uh, I don't know. I will. Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna write this down. I will watch more on Marilyn Monroe, and then we should just have. Can we have a cons- like a a conspiracy fucking crime podcast episode one time where we just talk about this? This would be amazing. We should just have watch. a full on podcast about conspiracy and crime Yo. drama. There's Here's one the on thing. Amazon Prime yeah. about Marilyn Monroe that yeah. I'll see if I can find the link for it and send it to you. But that's the one where I've like, th- there's so many different scenarios that play out. I haven't really gotten into this one that much, so I'm going to watch it. I knew that there was some suspicion and there was whatever. It was kind of like, a, ooh, but I will get into it because she's a babe and she we was need to know. Phenomenal. Like, yeah, she was. she was definitely gone before her time. Like, she, she was ahead of her time for sure. Absolutely. But they well, said. Well, there's a, a lot of women are like that, that they don't get the credit that they deserve. And because they, you know, were sexy bitches, everyone just discredits them as, as tarts. Well, guess what? I'm a tart too, and this bitch is smart. So. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. So they say that, the, you know, so the story is that she overdosed, right? Yep. But That's the, the one that I know. The drug that they found in her stomach wasn't in uh-huh. her, in her throat. Really? So, yeah. So they think that it was injected anally, which means someone else had to do it. Yeah, especially anally. So the fact that she committed suicide by overdosing on these drugs is a false claim. And the autopsy, there was there's a whole bunch like when you watch the the, the film about her, the truth behind her death, like mm-hmm. it'll, there's a lot of things where the police covered things up, the autopsy. Um, there was certain aspects of the autopsy where the um, the person who was performing the autopsy is like, you know, these specific things. Um, like, I think it was um, her body, like, ended up missing or, I don't know, like, all kinds of crazy That's shit. the same thing with JFK. His body was missing for a few hours. Right. Huh. How fun. Not actual fun, but like okay, I'm interesting, right? This is this is my this is my topic for the evening. Thank you for this. Oh, you're gonna love I it. I love I love wrapping my brain around stuff like this and just getting into it. Like it's so juicy and it's so interesting and all that kind of stuff. This is this is what I feel about war documentaries. For all, to be honest, like this, it blows my mind. All this stuff and uh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna get into this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff on the Marilyn Monroe because I found um, so I stumbled upon some stuff on YouTube where, um, you know, paranormal investigators are like trying to talk to her. And Mm -hmm. I find it like ironic that she didn't if she was going to talk the next day, why Mm -hmm. isn't she talking in the afterlife? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if every if if you can speak to the afterlife and there is an ability to talk to the spirit world, why isn't she telling her story? Hmm. Why are people that are murdered not telling who murdered them? I, I love the investigations where they bring on a a psychic medium Mm -hmm. because I love when they're like at a loss for information. And then it's like, they're like, Oh, they're in the woods and they go and they look and then they find the body. Like, 
That's me. I truly believe that most people who claim to have those powers are fucking just charlatans. But there are definitely the people who I've met someone who could absolutely tell, like, I've met someone in my personal life who there was no doubt and she was really careful about the things that she brought up because she knew that she had that power. So there are some people who are gifted, but I think most people are charlatans. Um, but they're definitely like, I can't rule it out that some, that there are like one because I've met one and I can't rule it out that there are some people out there that do and can speak to the other side because, well, I guess you and I are kind of one of them, but, um, yeah, again, I never watch that stuff because it makes me so scared. And I don't know, I get so freaking scared oh about ghosts. Because, like, it's I've seen ghosts. And it scares me to think about ghosts because, like, my imagination is too wild. That's it me. is too, right? My imagination is too strong. And I just, oh, my God. There's not enough comfort in the world to calm me down when I get scared. Like, Especially because don't you live alone? Yes. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, even sometimes when my guy comes home and he'll be, like, coming up the stairs and he walks, like, really slow, so it's, like, creak, 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 I gotta, and he'll be like, you're up there watching that paranormal shit, aren't you? And I'm like, I'll be like, hurry the fuck up up the stairs! Well, the lights are out in my hallway, because they're, they're, like, I have, like, like, really, really tall ceilings, like, the person, when when they they made this place, they they made it for someone who's, like, 10 feet tall, like, even my cabinets are, like, really, really high. So, changing the light bulbs in the hallway, I'm already short, and I have, like, T-Rex arms. So, trying to change a light bulb for me is a huge task. Like, it's not... (laughs) I am actually going to get the T-Rex costume and try to change a light bulb. Yes! When I get an extra $100, if anyone's out there listening, if you donate $100, I will buy the costume, and I'm going to do a video of me trying to change the light bulb, because it is hilarious. Oh my god, when I was a little girl... I wanted to be a paleontologist because I love dinosaurs. I think dinosaurs are just like that shit. If you really think about how crazy the concept of dinosaurs is, it blows my fucking mind. It blows my goddamn mind. So I love dinosaurs and one of my favorite all-time costumes. Like, I just love it when people wear costumes that are way too small for them. So... I just get this vision of you wearing this T-Rex costume and your arms are like too long for the sleeves and like just I would watch that shit until my eyes bleed. Oh my god. Yeah, I would watch that shit until my eyes bled. That's hilarious. And I just I I think the T-Rex has gotten a bad rap. He was probably a nice guy. So, no. I want to see this. And you're not short, you're concentrated, okay? That's what my mom says. I think that's one of the things that I love about TikTok is watching people go out in their, like, blow-up unicorn costumes. Oh. That TikTok? Is... People are so creative. I love it. Yes. Okay, so this is a PSA to the public. Somebody needs to get this woman a T-Rex costume just for my sole enjoyment. So if you're a fan of either <laughs> of ours, make both of our day. Please get this woman a T-Rex costume. <laughs> I don't care. I would even take a brontosaurus costume. Like, I would take, like, anything. Just as a dinosaur. Fake, like, changing light bulbs. Yes, I need to see this. Yeah, we'll make that happen. Because I gotta change my light bulbs, so... Let's make that happen. Well, so let's talk about what we came to talk about. No! (laughs) Your new project. Oh, my new project! Okay, yes. So, um... 
we totally like blew it off. Like we got to talking about paranormal, uh, conspiracies. But these are things I've I've never said publicly, so I think you just you got the exclusive story. That's yeah. You know what that but, means? That means we have to do what? a whole another episode just for that. Ooh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. But you can talk about it now. Go ahead. Okay, so now I work for a company called VX Pages, which is it's a subsidiary of uh, VisitX, which is a massive German website, like cam website that has been around for a very long time. And uh, VisitX, it's not VisitX, sorry, VX Pages. It's um, it gives you a chance, like it's an adult-friendly website builder. So now what I do is I actually help people have their own website, which is really wonderful because one like you own all of your own stuff like we don't own any of your content you obviously like the tools that are available to you um like telegram i know this is going to be it's really big in europe but it's going to come over here it's kind of like whatsapp meets snapchat yeah we so have people telegram. do you okay yeah so we have it too but it's like not a, it's not as big like popular i guess yet but it's huge in europe and so people can actually like subscribe to your telegram um there's just there's on-site messaging. You can actually cam from your own website. You can do so many cool things, sell your content, and it's all yours. So it's not like making a profile on another thing where it's like, oh, here's this. No, this is your website. So imagine if it's like Wix for hose kind of thing, or it's like Squarespace <laughs> for the right for like the adult industry. And she said Wix for hose. Yeah, it's like Wix but for hoes, so it's it's adult friendly and they have their own um they have their own like um banking processors whatever. So banking is completely safe. You don't have to worry about getting cut off there and it's direct deposit especially for Americans that so you don't have to go run around with all this other stuff. And uh yeah, it was it's just set up specifically for adult performers to own and have their own industry, have their own business. So instead of feeling like you have to set up profiles all over the world and then da da da, no, this is your website. So you can have one place that you send people. So you can really capitalize off of your own work. You collect, you know, people can join your promotional email list so you can email your clients. So you can actually have like email promotions, email campaigns. So if you get kicked off of social media, you can just email your fans. So it's a way to really give yourself a foundation to profit off of all your hard work, to benefit off of it, where you're not really relying on other people. So you have your own URL, right? So when you first get a page, it's dot, uh, .vxpages.net, fine. But as soon as you buy your domain, I show you how to add your own domain name, and all of this is free. We take our percentage off of uh, sales, so ours is 25, models keep 75% of everything, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's really cool, and I kind of get to teach people, like, this isn't just another port, like, this isn't another thing that you have to do so you don't have to spread yourself so thin. No, I teach you how to use like your camming and your site you can have other things you can use them as a traffic source for you as opposed to the other way around and it's cool because you actually get to like flourish and you get to be a brand and you get to have a say and you actually get to keep the fruits of your own labor which is really cool absolutely so mm -hmm. uh I just had a question and it like totally slipped my mind. That's okay. It happens to me all the time. 
So keep talking. I'll remember. Okay. Okay. So the biggest thing that uh, the biggest changes that I'm making right now is just like internal documentation for, you know, just how to do different stuff, um, making the platform a little bit more North American friendly, just, you know, like explaining, like even when you were signing up, uh, we added, we're going to add another document explaining like what a VAT number is that North Americans don't have this. Right. Um, but my biggest thing is um, I want to do like, website in a day so instead of before we were doing it like oh, okay we're gonna do it in stages nope i'm gonna actually start like live coaching where a couple people come and we're gonna set up your website one day so you don't have to keep coming back and working on it weeks over weeks over weeks where it doesn't matter if you've uploaded your content yet it doesn't matter we're gonna do the setup the flow like all your buttons linking to different things the ux design meaning the user experience design you know what you want to have here there and whatever so in a crash course one day we'll have you all set up boom yes so once a week we're going to start this and i'm also very excited about this project because i got to hire on one of someone that i really respect in the industry and that would be miss uh, Ramona Flower and she actually worked for Chatterbait for so many years so I saw her around all the time mm -hmm. and she's just so great and now we get to work together and because she has like she she's experienced in the side of the industry like she's into activism and all these different things and really close to like the sex worker community and um, she has a lot of strengths and a lot of experience in areas that I don't have so it's really cool getting to work with her and now we're doing you know we're gonna start coaching crash course get these people websites in a day and kind of just show them a different life i'll be your one i'll be one of your test dummies yeah i would love that right like just show them a different life because again um models have been used as a source of traffic they've been used as a source of income obviously um just because they don't really know how the internet works and i didn't right? Like you don't really know how traffic buying works. You don't really know how all these different things work. And models think that like, oh no, like I need to have all these things. And like, ah, you are the biggest source of traffic ever, ever through things like, you know, uh, referral marketing and stuff like that. So just kind of showing them how the ropes, if you will, showing them the ropes. Awesome. Yeah. So there's other yeah. sites that are similar. We won't name them, but oh, yeah, there's other ones that are similar. How would you feel uh, VX Pages compares to those websites? Like, where do you think you guys flourish and excel? Well, I think they're on the surface, they can look very much the same. And a lot of those companies are great, right? Um, but the thing is, is that we are your own website. Like, even if we went under, you would still have your own website because we're owned by a massive company that is never going anywhere. But, uh, like this is your own website. So like think of coca-cola.com. coca-cola.com is not a profile under somebody else's brand. coca-cola.com stands on in and of itself and that's what you would be. So it is your website. It's not a profile on somebody else's website. There is no huge main page. So this is your website and that would be the biggest difference. Right. Um is there any way or or are there any um things set up in place to send traffic to the girls who sign up with their pages or is it all just your own it's all, generate chat? 
well, it's all your own generated traffic, but that's the thing, like, that's the point I'm trying to get across. The reason why you, like, Twitter has become so littered with links recently is because things like affiliate, not affiliate, um, referral marketing work, like, models are the source of traffic. So models bring more traffic and are the biggest source of traffic on the internet. Because when you use things like referral marketing, hey, here's my link, come over here, people are 300 times more likely to buy a product when they're referred by a trusted source or a friend, right? And when you actually go out and purchase as a company, when you're buying traffic, it's kind of like you're casting a broad net and it doesn't matter. Like there's some traffic that are more valuable than others, but still when these people are brought to your site, there's no way of knowing that they'll really even like your product, but like models bring the highest quality of traffic because these are fans that you know are already into camming. You know they're already into this performer. You know the stats and like the numbers behind referral marketing are solid. So these are the cream of the crop of, of traffic. There might not be as many but they are the exact clientele that you want. That's why so many people have given out referral links because they're like with your VX page, you make a database of your own clients. These companies that you're bringing people over to, they are working hard to keep those people and they're making databases of your clients that you're bringing over. Right. So now it's just you making your own database. And again, when you have these people, when you have the ability to then do email marketing campaigns, not only are you using social media the exact same way that you would be for these other places that don't buy traffic, those places do not buy traffic or very little traffic. So don't think that they're buying all this traffic to bring to you because they are not. Right. They are using you. So nothing's changed. Right. But now you have your own database. And then you can also use wonderful companies, things like Diva Traffic. There are traffic buying companies that you can really use, right? So, I mean, Chatterbait, even as a company, they were using live shows as a huge way to bring traffic. And that's a huge, like, that absolutely worked. So if you're like yourself, like going to shows, meeting clients, meeting all those people, those are the cream of the crop people that you want to get to know. So if you are attending those things, then yeah, like you are getting traffic from all the best sources as opposed to just having you know a, a company that would send you traffic to some big main page almost like a webcam homepage. Right. those are fine but you're also bringing traffic to your your competition right right like a homepage is very competitive your own website is not you are it yeah like they're not going anywhere else they're come to you so it's you know like and again that mindset of people thinking well i need someone to supply this traffic for me i can't bring this no actually that is a huge lie that has been told to models for a long long time you have been the source of these companies traffic for many years no one has told you right they haven't told you shit because they're it's the cheapest the cheapest way to get the quality traffic that they need. Right. And that's the big difference. I'm telling you that. I might get muzzled. So that'll be the next conspiracy. Who silenced Nikki Knight? 
who knows but it's just models need to understand how powerful they are how powerful they are as a brand how powerful you are as a magnet for high quality traffic who you bring over in social media that is the traffic that they're buying right that's what's happening. So just explaining that to models and then telling them like, you can use these other, like if you have your content on other tube sites or whatever, um, other content sites, hold on, I'm gonna cough. Like if you have your content on the, on these other sites, that's fantastic. That's wonderful. But you can add even like a title card at the end or like, you know, when you're watching Pornhub and it'll have like a watermark, like see the rest on www.blahblahblah.com. Okay. They are then using that content as a way to get traffic and bring clients back to their own website to capture them as a customer. Right. So this is something that's been happening forever. You can add a title card at the I lost you. you. There we go. So you can have like a title card at the end of your videos. Um, VX Pages allows you to make custom promo codes that you can offer. Like even while you're camming in a cam show, you can offer people discount tokens it, during your own, like on your own website. You can, you control everything. Like you are admin of your own website, which is really cool. And I know people are not used to having all that power, um, but you can have like a custom signup code. Be like, hey, you like this? Come back, use this signup code, get 500 free, well, they call them credits on there, but they're tokens, 500 free credits or 200 free credits when you sign up using this and then you capture them as a client and now they're yours. So again, you're not talking to them in a random DM. You're not talking, like you actually have created that connection with them. So that's kind of the biggest difference is it's, it's like, it's, it's just different, right? Because I don't want to bash other companies because they're doing what they're doing and a lot of what they did was great, but this is a way for models to really even have, like, this is truly your own business. This is your website and I teach you how to use it the way that other companies are using it their own way. Yeah. So the cam split, is that 75-25 in the model's favor as well? Yep, everything. Uh, the telegram is 80, so they get 80%. So, um, yeah, but it's pretty much across the board, yeah. That's awesome. So that's a great yeah. way to up your percentage, even from 50%. Or lots of the cam sites are 62%, so it's usually 60-40 or 62 or 3 percentage when they get right down to it. Right. Yeah, so for the cam split, it is 75. So right there, even if you wanted to do private shows on your own website, because people are used to leaving a cam site to do private shows. So this is a behavior that's already ingrained in our, in like our community. So it's not that much of a jump to take them to your own website as opposed to logging into wherever. Right. And then again, yeah, you do get like the, the split is there and then you're not going to dangerous places like Skype. Right. right. Uh, sorry, Skype. Account. Exactly. Right. And like Skype is just dangerous anyway. Sorry, Skype but you are. Um, so it's a great way to do that. And yeah, you can up your percentages 100%. And with the cam shows, like when you go live or when you stream, are you able to embed that into your website so it also serves as content? That one, no, you're not because they already have, um, they already have 
the website, like you can already cam live from yours. You can link to it, like you can show links, like you can have like a web page, like your profile, but you can't embed your own thing because on when you cam from your own website, it is pay per minute only. Like there is no free chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's pay per minute only. So you can't do that, but you can definitely like have um, like a link to your profile, and you can embed um, you can embed a different web page, but you can't embed your own campsite. So you can embed Chatterbait as your yeah. public as your public room, and then okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes. Well, I can't wait until you add me as your test dummy. Yes. Well, we're gonna do website in a day because. The whole process of having to do this over weeks and weeks is just no. So I like the idea of getting the bones there, like getting all the skeleton set up, and then you can just upload your content. And because my real thing is, I want to get you guys making money with it. You only really set up your web page one time, so there's no point in me sitting there and training you on the whole process when you're only going to do it once. You're going to learn how it goes by using it rather than walking you through like every single step like that so web page in a day then you can upload all your content to it and start making money because there's some really cool things that you can do and there's like once um because i go into really deep research holes like i go deep 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 in the research of how like conversion rates and getting people all this stuff just words that aren't boring i go right into it and um once you learn or once I tell you about how these things like companies do these special use these techniques or just why things are the way they are you see it everywhere like you see companies do this everywhere and it kind of opens up your eyes to like holy cow how much we are sold to how much we're branded to how much you know how they the stick and the carrot, I guess it's called the marketing term, how much it's used on us. And it's, it just, it's really cool to see people's eyes be open to that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I I totally get Mm -hmm. it. So, um, yeah, just like when we were talking and I was, you know, asking all these questions and you were like, Oh yeah. Hmm. Let me write this down. Oh yeah. hmm, Yeah. Let me write this down. Like, you know, I've been working my own website for 15 years and, one of the things I do want to ask, is there a, like a process, obviously, if you have, like, I have a lot of content elsewhere, is there yep. a simplified system for transferring? Oh, there's an FTP upload. Oh, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. That's an awesome feature. And you can schedule mm-hmm. your posts, right? Yes, ma'am, you can. You can schedule your posts. You can schedule discounts on your post. So, like, on your... um. Uh, videos. So if you want to schedule them to like roll out over a period of time, great. But if you also want to schedule like this one goes on sale April 25th to this, yep, you can schedule that. And then once it's scheduled, it goes on sale, comes off sale. You can pre-schedule everything like that. Does it automatically post to social media? Um, I don't believe we have that feature, but we can. That would be awesome. Okay, I'll write it down. That would be awesome to be able to have, like, you know, your content when it releases mm-hmm. or when you have a special that you're running. If you set it up to automate, it would be awesome if it automated on your social media so you don't have to remember to go back and. Yeah. Auto social promo. And the cool thing about this is because it is, a like, a newer product that, like, we're 
really interested in getting like the features that people want and actually implementing them and it goes quite quickly so yeah that's i believe because i asked about this the other week i believe so um i made a note of it so we'll get that done yeah and that's kind of again that's the coolest thing because we're not plagued with legacy code and because it's not like we have hundreds of thousands of people Right. right, like a campsite that we can actually listen and we can actually give that one-on-one -on -one and we can, you know, make those dreams come true, which is kind of nice. And I love being at the beginning of things. Like, I, I really love building up things. And Yeah, right? So it's it's really fun. Yeah, so yeah, how, how I'll talk to the people upstairs and I'll get that done for you. Yeah, go ahead, girl. You're so powerful. Yeah, right. So tell my listeners how uh -huh. they can reach you if they want to schedule a session to um, learn about VX pages. Oh, well, my darling, if you want to, you can go to uh, right now we have set up an actual coach page before we were using my website, which you can still go to if you ever want to look me up NikkiKnight.com. But we have a coach page set up where we're actually going to be doing our live webinars and we're going to be doing all of our training. So I highly recommend just sign up and, you know, get all this amazing information and content from there. So it's coach dot vxpages.net you can obviously find me on social media nikki underscore night instagram you can find me there cam coach nikki but i mean twitter's way more fun and uh right and uncensored. yeah and uncensored right if you ever want to shoot me an email it's nikki dot night at vxpages.com but the best places to find me would probably be twitter nikki underscore night and coach dot vxpages.net one last question, and then you're mm -hmm. off the hook. Yes. What, what series are you watching right now that you absolutely love? Oh, yo. Okay. Uh, I just finished. I just finished Crime Stories, which again was another Canadian crime series, which was amazing. Where can I see it? Uh, I have. Okay, so I bought Amazon Fire Stick, and I did get like it's on Prime TV. I hold on. Okay. Okay, my newest favorite streaming platform is Tubi. T-U-B-I, Tubi. It is awesome because they even have an entire genre like thing not on Netflix. What? And it has so many crime docs. It's unbelievable. So Tubi, yes. What is it? Uh, I don't think it's that expensive. I'll find out. I have Sling and I love what the hell it. Hell, Sling. Sling TV. What is that? It is literally like having cable. I got it so I could have FX for American Horror Story before it came out on Hulu. Ooh, okay, yeah. But I got it, and it's like you have ID, you have um, travel, I love ID travel. Yes, that's where I watch all my forensic files. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the crime yeah. dramas. Oh my gosh! Yes, sling. Um, sling. Okay, I'm on sling. It's a little expensive. It's like thirty bucks a month, but um, okay, a lot of it is like live TV, so I can watch. I think Tubi's like eight bucks a month. Like I think Tubi's still like at the Netflix price point. I'm pretty sure. Netflix is fifteen dollars a month now. Is it? I thought it was only eight ninety nine. Oh, maybe but I have do you have the plan. hold on? Know. You might have the family plan, and which I do because I always get the family plan of everything because I'm like, ah, it's only a couple more bucks, and then I always give it to my friends. 
that's me. I've give everyone like my Google Play subscribe. Like everyone's, I've, I'm always hooking everyone up, even with my um like my Bitdefender, all my security stuff. There are quite a few people who have Bitdefender full paid for like security versions because I'm okay. So the, they actually banned me from the unlimited devices <laughs> because at one point I had almost like 300 people protected. Because I wanted cam models to be safe, right? And it was full paid for protection. Like, it is, like, unflappable or whatever the hell the word is. Anyway. I'm offended that I never got it. Well, hold on. I've got 10 devices. I'm only allowed 10 now. And they're all full. I'm sorry. If I had, I literally got kicked off of Unlimited. Fire somebody. Because they're like. You have to fire somebody. (laughs) You're fired. I don't know who it is. Pick one Get of those, off my security! Pick one of those nine people. You <laughs> got to go. Hold on. It is like this. You gotta watch this. Go. Go. And to stage left. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> well, one of them. One right. of them has got to go. Okay, you then I'll get you on there. Uh, are, yes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just kicked you off. Yeah, exactly. It'll be, you know what? They'll see it on uh, ID. Oh my god. Investigation channel. Oh my god. Okay, seriously. Like uh horrible what is it? Nightmare Neighbors is on there. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Sex disappeared sex and or whatever. What is it? Sex and Murder? Sex there's a series called Sex and Murder? Yes. Yo, I need to catch up on this shit. Like, honestly, I just... Oh, yeah. Murder oh, next yeah, door. crime. Murder Next Door. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Murder Next Door. What's the one... Oh, Buried in the Backyard? What? Yeah, so Buried in the Backyard is a series where, like, they find people buried in the backyard, and they're like, they didn't realize what had happened to these people, and then they find them buried in someone else's backyard. So good. Yeah so good i mean it's 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 fascinating i like finding out how people get caught oh that's the thing or i like finding out or i like watching like mysteries where it's like the people didn't get caught and you're like how did you not mm, figure this that out? one you almost I mean? frustrates me right yeah when it's like okay me. It's like, okay, this guy literally had a record. Uh, he was seen in the neighborhood being crazy. Why didn't anyone do anything? Like, what the fuck? And it's, yeah, how people don't get caught. And it's mostly because people are really innocent. People really think, like, that could never happen to me. And it's just, um, what is it? Denial is a powerful thing. Na- being naive, yes. Yeah. And because, I mean, even... Uh, there was once a time that I was innocent. Me too. There was once a time that I had a naivete about me. No more. But, you know, you think that stuff would never happen to me. Or like, no, that person's so nice when I see them at the mailbox. They could never kill someone. Right. Yeah, bitch, because they're trying to get away with murder. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she said they're trying to get away with murder. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, I watched this, this series called... Um, it was cold cases or I ice love cold, cold cases, ice cold or something where it was about, um, like 
there was this girl that got kidnapped at her bus stop. She was waiting for her school bus, and she got kidnapped at her bus stop. And, like, yeah. having them go through, like, all of the clues. And, of course, it was, like, back in the 80s before forensic yeah. technology. They always say that. There's always something. They're like, and DNA did not exist then. And it's like, or they could only find their blood type, which is still pretty circumstantial when you think about it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Which, oh, my God. Totally off subject, but uh, kind of along the same thing. I watched this video on YouTube where yes. these guys who are paranormal investigators opened a box that they ordered from the dark web. Okay. And it was like a bunch of like little girl clothes. And the box had um, some coordinates on it that led them back to Mississippi. And it was like super weird. The ba- they, It had some dolls in there that one of the dolls was like bound and taped. Like the, the, they had the legs. Yeah tape to the hands and then there was tape over the mouth and then the other one had a plastic bag over the head the doll had a plastic bag over the head with some tape around the neck and it was where so the bizarre. fuck did they order this from the dark web yeah but where on the dark what is the onion fucking address i'm on the dark dark web all the time really what do you see on there <sighs> are you not allowed to talk about it crime she said crime, crime. Crime? I just go there because that's where all the crime happens. No, that's just where the crime that's obvious. The real criminals are in office, but you know. That's true. But what? Like what? What? What chat room did they order this from? That's bananas. Because the dark web, all the dark web is, is it just doesn't have any kind of search index. That's why it's dark. Because you actually have to have like the tour, like the onion address or whatever. Right. So it's yeah. So you just need to have the specific address of everyone's place. Well, that and because everything's hidden behind VPN, so it's a lot harder to well, find yeah. someone versus yeah. on the internet where it's. Yeah. Which is what I found to be ironic because they said that, like, the dark web consumes, like, 70 to 80 percent of the actual internet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. Like, There's what? Yeah, everyone thinks the internet is Google. No, the internet, Google is just a search engine. The right. internet is massive. But it's just that uh, you need to index things or just have, be able to, like call on things have it on hand or know where to find it so there's just no dewey decimal system you know the, how they use that to like for the libraries to know where all the books are that's what the internet does but for most of the internet it's just not indexed so that's all it is What's and one i mean of the people can... things that you saw on the dark web because uh, i heard that you can get like snuff films oh yeah yeah you can you get can snuff hi- films you can hire a hitman I think honestly like probably the weirdest ones and this isn't even that weird is like people selling like positive pregnancy tests that one I was like really yeah like just stuff like that like you know you can find she's like yeah people selling positive pregnancy tests I know like that one I was because it just made me think I'm like fucking bitches like fuck you you know what I mean or like pardon I said like who are you trying to fool Exactly. Right? Like, that is just, like, a network of dickheads. Um, Oh, like, of course. I don't know. It did definitely was for sale, and it wasn't the first one. Uh, People saying that they could kill people, like, actually being able to hire assassins, stuff like that. Um, Someone was selling someone's tongue once. Uh, Stupid shit. A tongue? Yeah. It could have been a cow's tongue. Who knows? This is true. This is true. We don't know that it was human. Yeah, it could have been a cow tongue. But, like, the the pregnancy test, I was like, 
some pregnant woman has to have like be okay with that or like fuck you right <laughs> so that one it's not even that weird but just i've just thought about the whole situation afterwards because right. you always hear about those girls pretending to be pregnant to like manipulate people and then it's like you know then they find out that they're not and then it's just this whole like emotional roller coaster of like right. yikes and so that's all that it made me think of so that's probably the weirdest thing and i just go and peek around there i can't even i don't even i'm not even able to get that far because i don't have everyone's address but i just want to know what's out there yeah yeah you can or get it's... any drug on the face of the planet off there oh 100 that's like the easiest thing to find just yeah. go to the Sil silk road that's like the easiest thing they have credit cards they have yeah you can buy all that different shit yeah but i was watching that on youtube i mean we were talking about the cold cases uh -huh. It was just so weird how they were talking about the forensic stuff. And then it made me think about that box and opening on or the box opening on YouTube. And did they actually go there, though? Yeah, they went there. And what did they find? Again, I'm going to say this disclaimer. I think some of it's bullshit. OK, that's just, that's just me being like, I'm not falling prey yeah. to the. I would immediately call the police. If that actually, like, I wouldn't be trying to, like, fuck up some kind of... Because anyone who truly appreciates, like, forensics or anything like that, like, DNA or all that kind of stuff, I wouldn't be sticking my feet or hands in there. Because then, one, how did it get there? Right. Now I'm a suspect. Right, now right. Now I'm a suspect. Right? right? Number two, like, if this is an actual murder and I have any kind of, like, heart for human life, I'm going to just tell the cops. Right. Well, That's the thing is, do. is that they went to the location because the the location brought up this a trailer in Mississippi yeah. somewhere. So they flew out there and they get there and they find a videotape. They take the videotape. The videotape's been, it's like an actual VHS tape. They take the videotape Whoa. to a restore because yeah, it's they get into a time up. machine. Uh -huh. Right. And so the the video oh my tape, god, what if it was like the, the tape on the ring? The ring scared the shit out of me for like, ugh. Continue. <laughs> you look at you, you're about to fucking gag. I know. But they went to the location, they got the VHS tape, then they show the VHS tape in the YouTube video, and it's just this guy that's digging a grave and throws a body, what looks to be a body in garbage bags, into the, the grave. And I'm like... Come on. Really? And then yeah. they're like, oh, there was another tape there, we should have grabbed both tapes. Okay, now you're too stupid to watch. If you didn't grab the other tape or call the cops, now you're just dumb. Right. And if that was some genius plan by, like, thought that they could get some idiot to go over there and, again, put their DNA all over a site. Right. Yeah. And then you would instantly be a suspect. The, the second part of it was is that they went back to investigate because when they got there, it was like this ghost town, this abandoned town in Mississippi somewhere. And I was just like, okay. Ghost towns are super creepy. There's lots of them. It's so interesting to hear about how, like, people just literally abandon establishments. Yeah. There's, when we were in Detroit one time, I was doing makeup for a music video, and we, like, most of Detroit was abandoned, but we were in this hotel, and there was even still, like, china in the cupboards. There was still, like, forks and plates, like, just still on the tables in some of the places. Because, like, Detroit, they just abandoned that shit. There was, like, a grand piano. And, of course, it's all dilapidated now, whatever, but, like... Detroit was they just left it they just walked away and that is crazy you'd think that people would try and like take stuff right nope they just boarded it up and then someone just threw away the key and walked out it's Nuts. like Chernobyl yeah 
like yeah the story of chernobyl is just yep. you know super creepy all those pigs that are everywhere those radioactive pigs that have taken over the town <laughs> pigs will live through anything oh yes they will and now they're all radioactive and just nuts but all like the kids toys that are everywhere and i guess some people refuse to leave so now there's this generation of old people so they, they can't have kids. So it's not, it was only really the children of the people from there that got like the birth defects, unfortunately. But I parent, like all these old people refused to leave their home. So now there's like these old people who are just radioactive as fuck that just live in Chernobyl still. And they're just bananas. But okay, did you, did you watch the series? Like the, uh, no. Chernobyl? Yo, it is good. Is it? It is. Yes, it is really good. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's on Crave. Yeah, What's Crave great? is a little bit expensive. Crave is like a, it's a streaming service, but you can also get HBO and you can get all that stuff. So that one is like, um, I think if you get just the app, it's like twenty bucks a month because before you'd have to get it through your TV cable provider. But it gives you access to like all these different things, and of course, you get HBO with it, which is like the dopest shit of all time. Right. Yeah. But it was on HBO, I believe. It's called Chernobyl. It was a really good series. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like well, what is that called? I guess it's just a documentary, but not. They redid it. Like it was like a show. Show. Docu series. Yeah, docu series. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. Like it HBO was HBO because HBO had Big Little Lies. Did you see yes. that? I only saw a little bit of it, but I really did like it. Girl. <laughs> I'm mad that there's only going to be two se- that the, the last season is it. They did two seasons and that's it. Doesn't that piss you off? When it's a really good that... show, yeah. When it's yeah, a dumbass it's... show, I'm like... It, it seems to run forever. For fucking ever. Forever. <sighs> and you're like, damn. I'm going to I'm gonna write a, a letter to somebody. That's because now we got to be the content. Okay, sure. It's just me like this. And then I saw this ghost that one time. Oh, my God. It was so scary. Hold on. Hold on. I got to get my hand in my face. Now we look like the old little babas in Chernobyl. Please let me just uh, can this be like the trailer for this? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, people, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) At least you think we are. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to talk to you. Me too. (laughs) So, when are we? We got to do battle cams. Yo, okay, yes, we do. Battle cams is one of those things, like, it was, it could be somebody's part-time job just setting up battle cams, but um, it will come back someday. I don't know what platform we'll do it on. I don't know when. We might have to do it on Cam 4 because people still talk about battle cams and they already kind of get the gist Um, because it's, like, it was only around for one year and people, like, it I think it ended in 2016. People still ask about battle cams because it was so much fun. Um, so we might have to do it there because people already kind of know. But That's if not, fine. we can do it wherever. Yeah, I don't know. It was just so fun, 
and one day we will bring it back. And then because uh, the other idea that Greg is kind of doing now is um, <gasps> it. What? I just came up with a dope ass idea. What? We could do so you think you can cam. And it'll be like battle cams, but it'll be like a talent show thing. And it'll have like four cams at the bottom, like you, me, and some I other like judges. That idea. And we'll do like, we can hold up cue cards that are like, you know, or we can even have like lit up X or whatever, like they do on um, America's Got Talent. I like that idea. There's so many fun things that you can do, like when people get together, when the technology's there. Because again, I broke so I broke Stream a computer yard. actually. Yeah, Streamyard. I need to check out this Streamyard. Okay, how about this? I will get the the logistics put together, and then you will be one of the first people to know when Battle Cams is coming back because it was so much fun, Let's and it was it. run. It was by cam models for cam models, and even the viewers had such a great time. Like viewers even would participate, and this one guy was so funny. I'll never forget this. So he did green screen. And he actually like did a show, which was amazing because he was full on a viewer. He'd never cam before. And his thing was like, it's not gay if it's in space. So he had, he was in space on green screen. He's like, it's not gay if it's in space. I fucking died. Like it was so funny. And I just, I'll never forget that. I just thought that that was the greatest. It's not gay if it's in space. No, it is not. I just feel like it's a great opportunity to like, change the dynamic of camming and allow yep. people to still, you know, showcase their talents, how crazy weird or off the wall it may mm-hmm. be. Make I just money. have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Right. I think it'd be awesome. And I've been wanting to do something like that, but you know, everyone's kind of, eh. I'm like, dude, you're in quarantine. You have nothing yeah. to do. Like, let's, well, let's have fun. Talk to, Talk to me, and then maybe we can get that off the ground. Because seriously, I love that shit, and I've already done it. So we can even do like online gaming with two different people gaming against each other. Oh, oh gaming! I thought you meant like gambling. I was like, hold on, I got in trouble for that one. No. Yes, but actual video gaming. Oh yeah, yeah, actually, like yeah, yeah. Like I'm do? shocked that Twitch has so many viewers. Like. People are obsessed with that. I'm like, this reminds me of junior high. As a girl, you'd always have to watch your boyfriend play fucking video games. Right. But people are into it. But if we could tap into that market, yo, girl, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay, done. Well, you guys have been watching <laughs> hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Countless hours. Uh, Platinum Pussy Radio. I am your lovely host, Carrie Anthony, a.k.a. Platinum Pussy. And my special lovely guest. Miss Nikki Knight. Hello. It's been wonderful. I had the greatest time. And Bowie's here. Hey, Bowie. Bowie. Oh, you can't hear me. He's... I'm in the headset. No. Here, you can't. Let's see if you can hear me. Bowie. Hey, baby. Like, <laughs> Did you see his eyes? He was like, whoa, what is this? Who is that? That's not you. Who is that sexy voice? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Bowie. Hold on. He'll try and help me again. Uh, Okay, so Bowie came from the my girlfriend's dog this is my girlfriend's dog's puppy and her mom actually breeds boxers so she's from south america and she has a very thick accent and so whenever her puppies like dogs have puppies she always gives them names after like rock stars and so his 
brother. David Bowie. <laughs> yes. So his brother was Bowie, but she called him, and this is Bowie. So she would call him Bowie. And I was like, Bowie. That's okay. He is now Bowie. So I, that's where that came from. A very thick-ass South American accent. So this is Bowie. Hi, Bowie. Uh-huh. We are going yes. to bloop, 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 stop recording and...